to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. Do you ever feel like you're not quite sure who is running the show in your life and business? Obviously, you are making decisions and running your business and showing up and living your life each day. But how intentional are you being with everything that you do? And are you actually doing what you want in all of that? I talk with so many clients and women in my life who don't feel like they know how to separate out the voices in their life and listen to their own voice instead of all of the conditioning, advice, helpful suggestions, and appropriate things that they should follow. And this doesn't mean anything is wrong with you if you're struggling with this same feeling of not knowing how to recognize what you want or who you really are or who you want to be. I think a lot of women start on a path of proving ourselves in some way, and then we achieve that proof and we don't feel the way that we hoped we would. And we don't know where to go or what to do with that discovery. So we continue to do what we've always done. Look outward for suggestions, guidance, and approval. But that perpetuates our confusion and lack of fulfillment. Because eventually we realize that following someone else's path, no matter how clear and attractive it seems, just doesn't feel right if it's not yours. So that all probably sounds great at the high level and would be totally lovely to simply take that and run with it today. But it's also one of those things that's easier said than done. So let's walk through and apply it to some examples and dig in deeper. First, go to the place where you completely know and trust yourself. Think of something that you feel really good about for yourself. Maybe you love the color or style of your hair or you completely identify as smart or clever, funny, entertaining, or maybe you're the athlete or you're super fashionable. And this is just something that you inherently believe about yourself, an unshakable thing, right? So if someone said something to you to the contrary of what you actually believe about yourself in one of these areas, what would come up for you? Probably very little drama. You might think, weird. What's wrong with you, person who said strange words that make no sense to my brain? You wouldn't even entertain their words or opinions as something valid or having any impact on you at all, other than just like, hmm, those people are weird. So if that's kind of weird, like, gets more specific. So like, let's say you have the most beautiful brown hair. You love your hair. You feel fabulous about your hair every day. And then one day, some random dude at work says, Ew, I really don't like your purple hair. You probably just look at him a little weird, shrug, and walk away and be like, whatever, you're odd, I don't get you. It wouldn't cause you to question yourself. You wouldn't be like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I can't do my job. He he knows something about me that I don't know. Like you just would not even see anything there, right? So that is what it's like when you completely recognize and trust yourself as you are with what you believe and how you identify. That is what finding your own voice would feel like, right? So now consider an area in your life or your business where you aren't quite so certain and confident about yourself. That is where you are listening to other voices. 
That's where you want approval. You seek validation. You question yourself, feel doubt, and generally seek to conform. If someone were to say something about you in this area of your life or your business, you would probably feel triggered, maybe uneasy or uncomfortable. You might even spiral out in self-doubt for hours or even days. This is because you think someone else must know better since you aren't 100% certain. It's more comfortable to seek approval in those areas because you're still building your own confidence. And we have a lot of background in seeking validation externally. And this may not be a conscious thought process or feel like a specific issue that you have on the regular, but you will notice it come up when you're trying new things, making big decisions, or doing things that you don't feel certain about. Which, of course, we know these are all things that come up continually when you are starting, running, and growing a business. And any change, it always feels uncomfortable. That's just normal. Anything you do, whether you're completely competent at it and have been doing it well for decades, or is totally new to you, will draw criticism from some people and love from others. That's just a fact. So it doesn't actually factually matter whether you believe you know what you're doing or not, someone's going to disagree with you. You just don't notice it when you believe in yourself. You do notice it when the criticism is about something that you don't feel good about on your own because it's matching the doubt that you already feel about yourself. It doesn't mean the criticism is true or that it has any more weight to it. You just believe it because it is confirming what's already in your mind. Fascinating, right? I find that very powerful information because it lets me let go of a lot of judgment and delegating authority to other people. Now, let's talk about who all those voices are. Like, who exactly are you listening to and why? Are they actual people in your life? Are they the voices of clients that you're working with right now or that you will be working with soon? Probably not. That would be too easy and makes total sense. So who are these voices? Seriously, identify them for yourself. Take a few minutes and really think about it. You will probably laugh because they're usually something hilarious like some random girl on the bus in fourth grade whose name and face you can't remember. That's me. Or maybe your mom. Or an ex that you haven't talked to in years or even decades. Sometimes the voice might actually feel more real to you, like someone who's actually in your life currently, like a current significant other, a friend, other people in the business that you are pursuing, or colleagues from your last job. Still, none of these people actually knows what is best for you and your business or your life. So you could simply choose to let their words and judgments go, just like you would if they were saying something about your style or your taste in music, which you completely love. But let's say you're like most women and you really believe these voices matter. You've been listening and respecting them for years. It feels normal. And it would be rude or wrong, unsafe to ignore them, right? What you're really doing when you let these other voices carry more weight than your own, and you don't take the time to separate it out and really recognize you in there, is that you are practicing a habit that feels totally normal to you. But what you're really doing is outsourcing your authority when you're listening to all those other voices and letting them be louder than your own voice. And you're not doing it on purpose or consciously most of the time. It just would feel better, right, if all these people were on board with what you want to do. And maybe it would feel better, but maybe it wouldn't. 
here are some ideas I like to use when I'm feeling stuck in recognizing and trusting my own voice. You could let the voices continue to guide you and overshadow what you know about yourself. You could say, I'm just going to stay comfortable here in the short term, not going to ruffle any feathers, and I'm just going to continue to get similar results and feel like something's just not quite right or as good as it could be, but at least people like me. Or you could take your brain to where it learns to ignore those voices, where you decide what you want, and then you go find people who are on board with that. You might be able to get these other people on board, but if they aren't on board, that's okay. You can still love the people in your life who don't share your vision. You don't have to convince them of anything. And if you don't want to, you don't have to even share it with them. It doesn't mean that you're any less connected or any less loving or any less part of their life. And if you do still want to share your ideas with the people that you expect won't support you, I recommend you use that time interacting with them as practice. Practice allowing them to have their opinion, not letting it mean anything about the validity or greatness of you and your ideas. When you can do that, you will show yourself just how resilient you are and how little other people's opinions matter to your life. Because sometimes those people are nameless faces out on social media or something. Like That's why I really want you to know who the, pieces, the people and the voices are. Listen, we are all going to die at some point. And we don't know when that is. And do you know what the number one regret of the dying is? They regret making decisions to please others instead of doing what they wanted. Like 80% in, in studies that they do of people as, they're, as they know they're about to die. So trying to please others, fit into an image that you think others have for you, and living into a specific box of expectations, that is not what you celebrate when you know you're at the end. You celebrate the risks that you took, the fun that you chose, the difficult challenges you took on, whether you achieved the result or not. And for me, that's a great reason to figure out not only how to hear my own voice guiding me, but also to listen to it and trust it, to take action according to that voice, even if someone might disapprove, because someone is always going to disapprove or disagree with you, even if you're doing everything you can to please them. Also, know that when you follow your own choices, they aren't always going to work out the way you hoped. And that's great. In fact, it's totally normal. It's much more fun to make decisions for yourself and then have the confidence, the courage, and the resilience to manage whatever comes from your decisions. That leads to a much more powerful and interesting life. When you acknowledge what you want and you prioritize your actions in accordance with that, you will open yourself up to so much more fun, creativity, and success in your life and business. Because you don't have to work hard to be there. You don't have to beat yourself up each day and compress yourself into someone else's box of rules. You get to just exist and be you. Now, you may also be wondering, why is it so hard to figure out what your own voice is versus what other people are saying and suggesting to begin with? This comes up a lot when I'm working with clients. So like, I just want to find my voice. And I don't know how to find it. There's so much competing information. So to me, really, the biggest reason that this feels so complicated is because of the way you're thinking about it. Really, the complication tends to come from your belief that there is a right or wrong answer. And you don't want to waste your time or lose face by choosing the wrong thing. I've thought that way several times. And my clients bring that up all the time. 
But the thing is, truly, whatever you choose is going to serve you. You can't waste your time. You can't lose face because that's all just in your own mind, how you choose to see your results. You're always going to learn and grow with any decision you make. And even something that doesn't go how you anticipated will always give you data that you didn't know before. You you can't think yourself all the way from where you are to where you want to go just by sitting there and thinking and hoping that you can figure out the right thing. What you actually do is you make a guess. You believe that your guess is perfect based on where you are, what you know, and who you are right now. You take a stand. You make that decision. You take actions that make sense with that decision. Then you evaluate the results you get from it. And you modify as you learn new information and become a new person with new beliefs because you're always growing. And then you just keep going and you just do that over and over. And the more you do that and the faster you can make that cycle, the easier your results are going to come to you. That's how every result worth creating gets created. Another reason you aren't sure how to recognize your voice is because you actually have a lot of freedom of choice. There are so many options available to you. Sometimes there's so much freedom that you feel overwhelmed. Or you don't necessarily know that you have that many options because you think that some things aren't allowed or available to you. And a lot of that comes from influences of whatever industry you're in, your experience level, or simply just rules that you've learned in school or some business class or book that you've read, or even just something that you've read on social media. And with all these choices, and these perceived limits, you start questioning if you're choosing something because you want to prove a point, you want to rebel, you want to follow the rules, or simply because that's actually what you want to do. And that can send you down a rabbit hole of pressure to either go against the norms to the point where you're working against yourself because you want to be different or prove a point, or you go work against yourself because you want to be right, you want to fit in and you want to be liked. But what if nobody was watching you? Or what if no one actually gives a crap what you do? Seriously, what if everyone would equally hate whatever option you choose? Maybe they'll all love it, but wouldn't it be even more freeing if you just knew they're all going to hate what you choose? Ultimately, you are going to win and lose with anything you choose. So you may as well choose something that you like and that you want to deal with. Women are socialized to please others and take care of others. That is what we were taught made us valuable. So women are often very divorced from what they want because they're always thinking in terms of, well, I want to take care of someone and it's more important to make sure that they're happy or they get what they need. So you might actually know what you want. You might know very clearly what your voice says but you don't think that you're allowed to follow it because what you want and what you're thinking is somehow at odds with what you think the people around you care about, want, or need. So you don't want to admit to yourself or anyone else what that is because it might mean something about you. Like maybe you're selfish or too ambitious or you're not caring or motherly or womanly or whateverly enough. So then you spend a lot of energy burying your needs and your wants, trying to be someone you aren't, probably doing really well at it and receiving praise for it, but also always feeling kind of confused, unsettled, and just unfulfilled. And that is why I really want you to take the time 
to figure out who you are, what you want, and make your decisions to support you first. You will have more energy, more creativity, and you will have more strength to do your work, live your life, and take care of the people you want to care for. Trust me, if you're being you and living the way you want, you're going to show up so much better for everyone in your life. And finally, I want you to know that it is much more expensive to your health, your brain, and even your bottom line when you keep hiding your voice and follow everything and everyone around you. No matter how smart or successful they seem and how well-meaning their guidance seems, you will not show up to your full potential and you won't be motivated to pursue your goals if they really don't feel like they belong to you. So go listen to yourself this week. Choose you. Love the haters and naysayers, but don't let them guide you. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com.